Hi everyone, welcome back to Block Shots. My name is Gautam Dhameja and in this episode we are going to talk about modular blockchains. So in some sense I've covered each and every component of a modular blockchain in previous episodes but I've never brought this all together. So let's talk about modular blockchains and I'll start from the beginning. So in the beginning when Ethereum launched as version 1 at that time it had execution which is the smart contract execution the transaction execution so that the state of the blockchain can be progressed from one state to the next then it also had consensus it was responsible for making sure all the nodes of the blockchain are agreeing to the states of the blockchain and then it also had all the data to come to consensus like all of the state of the blockchain so each and every node had the data to come to the same state if they are doing a honest behavior so that is what a monolithic blockchain looks like you have consensus state execution everything all together that was the version 1 of ethereum now things progressed a little bit and then there was a point in time when layer 2s became very popular This was the point in time when layer 2 scaling was one of the primary mechanism to scale ethereum. We also know that monolithic blockchains don't scale very well. So the whole point was to outsource the execution of transactions to layer 2s so that ethereum on itself will only have consensus and the data to achieve consensus. So this was the first step towards making blockchains modularized. The first step was to outsource the execution to the layer 2s. So that is basically venturing out into modular blockchains. Now when there were lot of rollups or L2s then there was this point about rollups also need to make sure that they are posting their data or proofs to the l1 which is ethereum in most cases and then ethereum had to make sure that it is making this data available for anyone to either compute the proof or verify the proof because l2s cannot be given that responsibility themselves there must be verifiers or other nodes of a decentralized l2 or someone to make sure that they are doing the honest behavior So then there was this whole point about making data available on L1 so that proofs can be verified and at this point in time all the proof verification all the data and all the consensus was still part of L1 which is Ethereum and then came the need for data availability layers there should be networks decentralized networks whose only usp or whose only specialization is to ensure that they can store this data from the rollups and they can make this available to anyone who wants to verify the execution from the rollups they also want to ensure that the data availability is done in a way that nobody has to download all the data to verify that the data is actually there there should be some way of verifying it without downloading and that is what data availability sampling is So now we have three different components of a modular blockchain. The first component is consensus and verification which is still on Ethereum L1. 
The second component is execution of transactions, which is now on rollups. And the third component is data availability layers where rollups can post their data so that Ethereum L1 is not crowded with all that data. And these data availability layers are, some of the examples are Celestia or Polygon Avail or many more. So initially, what was a monolithic blockchain, which had everything, now we have these three major modules, execution, consensus, and data availability. So that is a modular blockchain for you. I hope you found this insightful. I will probably cover a little bit more about modular blockchains in the next few episodes. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next ones. Ciao.